We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the perfect length untucked. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. But don't just take my word for it. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's Untuckit, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. New England sending QB Jimmy Garoppolo to 49ers. We believe we found the right guy. Garoppolo, quick pass, caught by Kittle. He dives, and he's in. Touchdown, 49ers. Kittle is going to go. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Biederman of the Sacramento Bee. We're recording a special episode of Candlestick Chronicles. Kyle Madsen is here with me. This episode is brought to you by Untuck It, as I just mentioned, and Bet Online. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for 50% off your sign-up bonus at Bet Online. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Love so, Bet Online. <laughs> so we are recording this podcast 
in very unique circumstances, really unprecedented circumstances. It was Kyle's idea uh, to hop on this podcast because you and I are both kind of sitting at home reading content online and watching TV and everything else about uh, the pandemic of COVD-19 and the coronavirus, and it's all crazy. Like, the entire sports world is is coming to a complete stop, and uh, I don't think I'll ever forget, like, what these last few days have been like watching all of this unfold, because it's completely unprecedented. It's so weird. It feels like being in a movie where you just kind of start to see small dominoes fall and you're going, oh yeah, I know where this plot is headed. And it's obviously not a movie. And the hope is that it doesn't get as drastic as a uh, action film surrounded by a mysterious disease uh, (laughs) gets. But it, it felt like we should hop on and at least discuss with Because the NFL is in the unique situation of while all these leagues are being canceled, the NFL is in the offseason. And there's not a lot going on, but there's enough going on that teams are having to take steps and preventative measures. And it felt like we should get on and and discuss that a little bit. Yeah, so if if there is a little bit of hard news from the NFL's and, and 49ers' perspective, it's that the league canceled its annual owners meetings which were slated to happen at the end of this month in palm beach florida and it's not at all surprising given everything else that's that's been happening and for the 49ers they released a statement about an hour ago we're recording this thursday afternoon saying that they are closing their headquarters and levi's stadium starting tomorrow and they're sending coaches and and scouts home are demanding that that the road scouts return to their homes on the week over the weekend which is obviously impactful for the pre-draft process but i do want to point out and and this is one of the reasons why i'm you know i i try not to read too much into the combine and, and scouting numbers and all that because the, the important context here is that, at least for road scouts and, and what the scouting department does for an NFL team typically, like, they are gathering information for years and years, right? So right. A, a scout's life really starts like, you know, like an assistant coach's life would in the start of training camp. Like, over the summer, they are going from camp to camp in their respective regions talking to coaches, learning about players, talking to strength and conditioning staffs, you know, guidance counselors, academic counselors, teachers, family members. They are doing all of this reconnaissance throughout the entire season. And, you know, they have all the tracking data. Schools and all these programs offer tracking data on these players for NFL people to evaluate, which is why I, I sort of downplay the importance of, you know, 40 times at the Combine. Like, basically... That's just sort of a, a, a data set to cross-reference with what you already know about the guy. So, you know, like, the, the 49ers knew how fast Ray Greenlaw was during his last college season, right? Despite right. Greenlaw not running the 40 at the Combine, they knew he was fast. And so it's one of those things where the Niners aren't going to lose a whole lot of information because... You know, the, the scouts aren't going to be going to these pro days, uh, at least for over the next few weeks and maybe even longer into the foreseeable future. 
Um, they already have this information, so I just wanted to say that to point out the fact that like this isn't this isn't going to dramatically change the pre-draft process or the the way these players are getting evaluated because a lot of the hay is already in the barn on that point. And and right now, what the 49ers are doing essentially is is building their big board. Um, ranking players, identifying guys that they really want to hone in on because most of the information gathering process is done at this point. And the the other thing to your point is one of the things that's being affected are pre-draft visits. And there's a lot of agents yeah. saying that they're not going to let their guys go on these pre-draft visits or pre-draft workouts. Well, the Niners the last couple of years have drafted several players who had no idea the Niners were even interested in them. Because they didn't have him in for workouts, and they didn't have him in for for pre-draft visits. So Mike McGlinchey is the most famous example of that. Yeah. Me. So my initial my initial reaction, like my knee-jerk reaction, and I didn't tweet this, so be proud of me. My <laughs> my initial knee-jerk reaction before I had all the info was like, shut it down. Teams aren't going to be able to do anything. They have to move the draft back. But then, is for all the things you just said, is you kind of start taking in the information more and seeing that. Uh, it's not that drastic. I think the the next big thing that'll be affected is is the draft, and that's what I'm really interested to see going forward is uh, how the NFL handles that. Yeah, it remains to be seen, and really, it it's crazy too. I mean, first of all, let's take a step back. I I don't know. I I guess I haven't mentioned this yet, but the NCAA tournament has been canceled. The Major League Baseball season has been pushed back at least two weeks, and in the meantime, spring training has been canceled. The MLS season has been postponed. The NBA season has been postponed. The NHL season has been postponed. There are Olympics this summer, and, I mean, the Olympics are a pretty big deal. There's lots and lots and lots of money involved in the Olympics, and it sounds like, I mean, that's we're months away from that, obviously, but uh, it sounds like the Olympics are up in the air. Like, this is completely unprecedented and i texted my dad last night as all the nba stuff was happening like have you ever seen anything like this like my dad is a is a sports fan you know going back as long as he can remember and he was born in 1946 and like he's like i've never seen anything like this we are in completely uncharted waters and uh and so it's just really interesting but back to the nfl and how it impacts things more immediately the league year is set to start on Wednesday, next Wednesday, the quote-unquote uh, tampering period where free agents can begin negotiating with new teams opens on Monday. Um, so that's not going to change because of all the uh, because of the virus and and everything else being pushed back and or canceled. But what's interesting about it, and, and Ian Rappaport said this on NFL Network today, you know, a lot of these deals are going to be contingent on physicals. And are players going to be willing to travel to wherever they're signing and take those physicals? And is the time frame going to be screwed up from that standpoint? Or are they going to be able to take physicals remotely and send the results into the teams? Are the teams going to be satisfied with that? Um, with having doctors, they might be unfamiliar with giving those physicals. I, I'm not entirely sure how the process goes from a logistics standpoint. But it sounds like that could slow things up. And, and everybody is just sort of trying to figure figure this whole thing out by the seat of their pants yeah I, I and that that's what was kind of funny when we were talking before the podcast i'm not exactly sure what the next steps are because the there there's not a precedent 
for this. And I honestly, I think it's good that if this winds up being a massive overreaction, let's just go to the world. I'm making this up. This is not a fact. Let's just go to the world for a second that where everything's fine in two weeks. And the virus is gone. There's a vaccine. No more people are dying and life returns to normal. The massive overreaction of canceling everything is so much better than the alternative. Right. Of underreacting and spreading a potentially very dangerous disease to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people unnecessarily. Right. And I think that's one thing that people aren't understanding in in terms of how all this stuff is happening. Like you look at the the raw numbers that we have right now and these numbers are, are, you know, are low because not a lot of people have been tested but canceling all these events and and everything else in the sports world is more preventative. It's not like right. it's not like everybody has it and we're canceling it to to you know just because everybody has it. A lot of this is preventative. We're canceling all of these things to prevent it from spreading, um, which is really smart. And and maybe we are a little bit slow to it, but I, I can understand why, just given all of that's involved and really how serious a situation like this has to be for the NCAA tournament and the NBA season. The NCAA tournament getting canceled is insane given how it's much money wild. is is on, on the line in terms of the TV deals and obviously, um, you know, the betting and everything like that. But yeah, it's preventative. Like this, this is all preventative. So, so I do think that's important to, to point out. And I also want to point out that like Santa Clara County, where I live and where the 49ers headquarters are and where a lot of the players live has more known cases of, uh, of coronavirus than any other County in the country. Yep. Uh, which is why I have, haven't, I've left my house probably three or four times in the past three or four days. Chris has work- stopped going to yoga guys. It's a big from deal. Home. Yeah, stop going from you. But they do have a uh, the the studio I go to has like an on demand video thing that I can uh, load up my computer. So I might be I might <laughs> be the guy doing yoga in my living room a little <laughs> bit later. We'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> Please send videos, and I would like to see your dog's reaction. I might send. Yeah, there might be some some sort of dog reaction content, but I'm absolutely not sending videos of my uh, of my yoga because nobody wants to see that. But yeah, this is crazy, man. Like, this is really crazy. I there's nothing. I, I pointed don't even, out that no- it's completely unprecedented. Like the the only other thing that caused the sports world to even take a breath like this was nine eleven. Right. Like that's how that's how crazy right. this thing is. Like this is so big. So it's worldwide, and it's a the the difference between this and nine eleven. Obviously, there are a lot of differences, but. The, the main difference, how it relates to sports, is this is all still fluid, and we really have no idea what's going on. Like, the 9-11 thing, the event happened, and then it was, like, everybody kind of needed to, like, figure out what life was going to be like moving forward. Mm-hmm. This this whole situation is still evolving, and we don't know how bad it's going to get if it's going to get dramatically worse, which a lot of people fear, and I think rightfully so. Yeah, this is I've I've just never seen anything like this, and and like I said, like this is something. Knock on wood, we'll we'll all be able to tell our grandkids about, and and you know say like, yeah, I remember when 
basically every single major sport was impacted, including the cancellation of like the NCAA tournament. Like the NCAA tournament brings in as much money basically as the Super Bowl. Like it is, it is probably the second biggest event in our country in terms of sports and scope and everything like that. Like it is a huge deal. And uh, canceling that and the NBA being uh, postponed and everything that's on the line there, um, it's crazy. I don't even know what to say about it anymore. I think I, 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 I think we'll probably not, this probably won't be our last uh, podcast about this just because if the NFL does take additional steps, like starts canceling the draft or starts pushing back off-season workouts or something like that, uh, that's when I think there will be a more direct impact. Uh, but I just thought it'd be a good idea to hop in and uh, just get a lay of the land and kind of where we're at. And mostly to say, like, nothing definitive has happened yet except for the fact that the Niners are among a bunch of teams taking precautions by shutting down uh, their team facility, shutting down Levi Stadium, and just kind of trying to uh, get out ahead of COVID-19 before it before it gets really out of hand. Yeah. And um, I guess about the one last point about the draft, the, the NFL is not committed to making any change in terms of the timing yet, but that giant spectacle they're going to have on the Vegas strip uh, with the, with the floating stage yeah, in the Bellagio Lake. I would imagine that that's either going to be scaled back significantly or not happen at all with, you know, you can make the draft a TV show and have it have the commissioner come out in a studio and uh, and do it without all the theatrics of, you know, having a live crowd and, and all of that set up. So the logistically, I think you could probably do the draft and have all the, you know, set up cameras and in, in prospects homes and things like yeah. that. You could still make it a good TV show without without having the live aspect to it. So we'll we'll have to see. Uh, but I'm not anticipating the draft. And the draft is still six weeks away. So I think this thing would have to get dramatically worse um, for the draft to get postponed. And, and that could happen for sure. But um, I do think it's Hopefully a positive thing. Hopefully it doesn't thing. get there. What's that? Hopefully it doesn't get there. Hopefully it doesn't get there. I do think the fact that all of these sporting events are proactively being canceled or postponed, preventing or doing the doing the best we can to prevent the spread of this is the most important thing. And, and, uh, hopefully that contributes this to getting contained pretty quickly. And, you know, the NFL off season and the regular season doesn't get impacted any more than it already has. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's kind of the next, I don't want to say step, but that's kind of the next thing I'm watching for is what, what's the next domino to fall. Yeah, so that's basically it. Oh, a little bit actually. There's a there's a little bit more news. Hey, so Dre Greenlaw and Emmanuel Mosley oh, cashed yeah. in in the performance based pay distribution for 2019. So there's that. Dre that's Greenlaw. That's basically that's basically rookies are severely underpaid, so the ones that play well get a lot of extra money. Yeah, it's not just rookies. It's it's like you know it guys can be guys on anybody. rookie contracts, right? Guys on rookie contracts, yeah. Well, Mosley's in his second year. So Greenlaw got $339,981 added to his salary because he played um, so many snaps this year. And uh, obviously the the stop in Seattle Week 17 to win that game stands out. 
And then Mosley made another $326,516. So good for those guys. That's awesome because, you know, life's, you know, career spans in the NFL are typically short. So getting, uh, getting as much cash as you can for playing well is, uh, is important. So congratulations to them. I would not be mad at a $300,000 bonus. No, I would be, uh, I would be cool with that. I might even leave the house if I had that much money at the moment. (laughs) If we just got a call from our boss that said, hey, you guys have done a lot of pods this year. Here's some extra money. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You hear that, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Just wanted to, uh, to hop on try to give a little bit of perspective about all the crazy stuff that's happening. Hope everybody stays safe, stays healthy, wash your hands, be smart, talk to your family and friends, and uh, try to be even keeled about all this. Have a good mental. Yep approach headspace all that and uh we will talk to you guys next week hopefully uh nothing crazy happens and free agency in the new league year gets pushed back because we would love to talk about football love football love football all right see you guys